today's daf is Ksubis daf Samache, and we have two lines from the bottom of daf Samach Dalid Amid Beis, the two dots, V'noisein lo chatzik kav kitnes. Today's daf is being learned, Le'ilu nishmas, Chayim Malazar, Ben Yabadu Le'chayim, Reb Shimshin Aryeh, Mordechai Tzvi, Ben Yosef Chayim, Yeshua Ben Benyamin Alevi, and Yaakov Meir Ben Betzalo. So the Mishnah on daf Samach Dalid Amid Beis went into rather granular detail as to what exactly the chiv mezoinais of a man towards his wife is. So we know that one of the chiyuvim that a married man has towards his wife is that he has to provide her with mezoinais. He has to provide her with food. Chloikis tanoim, whether that chiyuv is a chiyuv da'iraisa or a chiyuv da'rabon. If the chiyuv is a chiyuv da'iraisa, it's learned out from the Pasuk in Pashas Mishpatim that says that if a man was miya'id, his omo evriya, he has to provide her with she'er, ksos enoina. And she'er means mezoinois. Regardless, the Mishnah discussed what exactly the man has to give towards his wife. Now, the Mishnah actually began with the words, Hamashra es ishtoi al yudeh which literally means a man who appointed an apotropis, he appointed a third party whose responsibility it's going to be to deliver the food that he's providing his wife with. Meaning, the Mishnah is talking not about an ordinary case where husband and wife are living together under the same roof, but rather where a man has a wife, she doesn't live with him on a daily basis, that does not absolve him of his responsibility to support her. And the Mishnah is discussing what support he has to give his wife. But the setup of the Mishnah was very clear. Hamashra es ishtoi shlish. And it makes you wonder, what would be if they were living under the same roof? Would the halachas be different? Either way, the Gemara is going to begin with a diuk in the Mishnah. So that the Mishnah discussed all the different things that a man has to provide his wife. And it seems that there was one item of food that was a staple once upon a time that you would have thought would have been mentioned in the Mishnah, it was not mentioned in the Mishnah, is doch meduyik, that maybe the man does not have to provide this to his wife. That is going to be the topic of the first half of today's daf. The Mishnah does not mention that the man has to provide his wife with wine. Obvious diak. This must be a raya to something that Rabbi Lazar said. Um, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar said, that we do not provide a woman with wine. Now you're going to ask Akasha. The passing says, Now this is a passing in the beginning of Sefer Hoshea. Sefer Hoshea is one of the Nevi'im. And it begins with Hashem appearing to Hoshea and instructing him to marry a Zoyna. Now, why would he do that? So the Gemara Masech, the Pesachim, that Pesachim of the days, discusses all the context to it. But the point is, this Pesach is now looking at the world from the standpoint of the Zoyna, and she says, let me go after my Ma'ahavai, the people that love me, they give me bread, and water, they give me wool, they give me linen, they give me oil, and the Gemara understands, probably it means wine. Now what's the point? If that Pasek is saying that this woman was ruggled to drink wine, so it seems that that's normal for a woman. If that's the case, why ain't Pesach so the Gemara says, no, you have to say that that means something else. What shikuye means is not mashka, but rather dvarim isha It's things that women desire, things that they want. What is that? Umayninu, zakti Gemara, tachshitin. It means tachshitin. Zakti Gemara, darash, rav, rabbi yehud ishkvar neviraya, v'amri v'asam say ishkvar nefar chayu, v'nayin shem poiskin yeinus li'isha, how do you know that we don't provide wine to a woman? Because the Pasuk says, v'atokam chana acharei achloi b'shiloi v'acharei shasa. So the context is in the beginning of Sefer Shmuel, where Alkana had two wives, Pnina and Chana. Pnina had children, Chana didn't have children, they used to be oilaregel, seemingly... Three times a year, they'd go up to the base Hamikdash, and then this one time, the pasuk says, "Vatakum Chana." Chana got up after she ate and after Shasoi, which sounds like she drank. But the Gemara makes a diak. It says Shasoi, the Shasas. If the pasuk meant that she drank, then what it would have said was 
Shasas. It doesn't say that. It says Shasai, which implies that he drank. So Chana got up after she ate and after he drank. Zois Oimeres, that it's not ordinary and usual for a woman to drink wine. And that would be the Makar, that Eim Poiskin Yein Because if it's not something that they usually do, so based on that, we would not have to provide them with wine. Says the Gemara, now if that's your diak, after she ate and after he drank, and from the fact that it says he drank and not she drank, that's a raya that women don't drink wine. Now, if that's the case, then should we make the diak in the reverse? She ate and he drank. If he drank is a diak that she didn't drink, then she ate should be a diak that he didn't eat. So you mean to tell me that's how this happened? He was drinking and she was eating? It can't be. So when it says she ate, of course he also ate. And when it says he drank, it means she also drank. So what's the diak? So the Gemara says, no, the diak is Anan Midashani Krabdibure Kamrinon. It's based on a diktuk in the Lashon of the Pasik. Mechdi. Let's see. Begavok The Pasik's not talking about Alkana. The Pasik is talking about Chana. Vaasi is my time, Moshani. So why would the Pasik talk about what Elkana did if we're discussing Chana? Vatokam Chana. Chana got up. Achri Ochla after she ate. Vachri Shosin after Elkana drank. Why are we talking about Elkana? Shma Mina. It must be because the Pasik's coming to teach me that only Shasa he drank. Veloy Shasas. And she did not drink. And this is a makar that it's not ordinary, unusual for a woman to drink. And based on that, the is that when we provide a woman with food, we do not provide her with wine. So the Gemara is going to continue to discuss this, but just to stop and pause for one second. So the Mishnah mentioned a whole bunch of things that a man has to provide his wife as it relates to the Chi of Mezoi But it didn't mention wine, and the Gemara says this is a riot, Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar, we do not provide Yayin to a married woman. And the Gemara brought two psukim, which seem to suggest, or one, that it's not something that women typically do, that is, drink wine, and as a result, now, it'd be very tempting to learn the Gemara that what the Gemara means is that it's the derech for a man to drink wine, and it's not the derech for a woman to drink wine. Men enjoy wine, maybe more than women do. And as a result, for a man, it's something that's very, very typical. But for a woman, not so much. And therefore, And the truth is, there would seem to be a makar to that concept. It's a Gemara Masechtis Psachim, Dav Kuf a very, very well-known Gemara. The Gemara says, Tanu Rabbana, Chayiv Adam L'Sameach Bonav U'Bnei Beisai B'Regel. A man has an obligation to be M'Sameach his family on Yontif. Shenemar V'Samachta B'Chagecha. B'Mem V'Samchon. What? Do, does a man have to do to make sure there's Simchas Yantif in his family? Meaning, how are you Mekayim that mitzvah of Simcha B'yayin? By drinking wine. Ain't Simcha L'b'yayin. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, it's an oversimplification. Anoshim B'roi Lehem, V'noshim B'roi Lehem. Men are Mekayim Simchas Yantif in a way that it's appropriate for them, and women in a way that it's appropriate for them. Anoshim B'roi Lehem, men in a way that's appropriate for them, V'yayin. You're right. The notion be my. What about women? So Tani Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef had a brayset that explained this. Bebavel be big day tzavoyin. And Eretz Yisrael be big day pishta meguatz. So a man is mekayim his mitzvah simchas yantif with wine. A woman's mekayim her mitzvah simchas yantif with getting new clothing for yantif. What do you see? A notion b'royilahem. The notion b'royilahem. It's rightly for a man to drink wine, not so much for a woman. Hence, the halacha aim poiskin ye nois leisha. That would seem to be a very, very posh pshan in our Gemara. But if you look in Rashi and Toisvis and all the Rishonim, they don't learn the Gemara that way. That's not pshan in this Gemara. In fact, the Rishonim speak out that this halach of aim poiskin ye nois leisha is true even beisha haruyula. Even a woman that she does enjoy drinking wine. As a matter of fact, every single time she sits down and has dinner, she has a glass of wine. Okay, so if that's the case, why ain't poiskin ye noisleish? If this was a staple and this was something that every person used to drink, so just like we give her chitin and maybe sa'irin and we give her kitnis and we give her shemen and we give her groigris and a mana de velo and a mita and a mappets and a machzelis and a kipalarosh and a chagod and a why don't you give her wine? What's that, Kibshad? So Rashi says, it's top Rashi on the Amid, Shayayin margilu letaivis tashmish. The reason is because yayin brings a person they taif. And because it brings a person like they type, it's for that reason we're not giving her the wine. So speaks out 
the Ritva, right here in the Gemara, and Taisva seems to say it as well, that this halacha of Ein Poiskin Yenois Isha is based on the fact that we're worried that the Yain is going to be Margila Her Lataiva. If that's the case, Yesh Loimai, that the only time we didn't give her wine was the case in a Mishnah, where someone was Mashras Ishtayal Yadesh Lish. If, however, this man's living together with his wife, then for sure he would have to provide her with wine. Because if this is something that she's Ruggle, then why shouldn't she have wine? But it's because she's not together with her husband and Yayin is Margilo the Daivas Tashmish so it's for that reason that Allah is that Ein Poiskin Yainis Lisha so Ein Poiskin Yainis Lisha is not talking about a woman who's not ruggled to drink wine in fact the way the Ritva speaks to that if the woman was not ruggled to drink wine it would be Pashat that Ein Poiskin Yainis Lisha you wouldn't need Rabbi Laza for that it would be very very obvious the reason we're even having this discussion is because we're talking about a woman that is Ruggle to drink wine. Such a woman, ordinarily, when she's with her husband, will have wine. So, if you're being mashras, ishtayal yidei shlish, why all of a sudden are you not giving her any yayin? For that, the answer is, chayayin margilo l'taivas tashmish. So, with that introduction, it was purposely spoken out right here, the next Gemara. Meisave, I'll ask you a kasha, the Gemara, regilo, no, we have a brisa that says that a woman that's ruggle to drink wine, we give her wine, so how could you tell me that in isn't there a halacha that regila is noisnala? So regila shani. No, if she's ruggled to drink wine, there it's different. There you're right. There we're poiskin. What does this mean? The Amr of Chinen about Kahana, Amashmur of Chinen about Kahana. Send the name of Shmuel. Regila, a woman that's ruggled to drink wine, noisnala koisach. We give her one cup of wine. She in regila. If she's not ruggled to drink wine, noisnala shnei koisach. Then we give her two cups of wine. So the Gemara says, my comrade, you can't even read this. If she's ruggled, you give her one cup. Oh, you don't drink? Take another cup. This is what it means. A woman that's ruggled in the presence of her husband to drink two cups of wine, then we would give her one kose. But if she's not ruggled to drink more than one cup, then Then when she's we're not going to give her anything. In other words, what the Gemara is saying is that even though we just spoke up in the Ritva, that this whole suit is Pashup the Gemara. This whole suit is talking about an Isha that's Regilo And Afal Pikain was still not going to give her wine. Why? It's because we're afraid that it's going to be Mivil de Zima. She's not with her husband right now, so we don't want her in that state of mind. But that's only true if she's not very regular. However, if she's very ruggle, what would be the definition of very ruggle? She drinks two cups of wine. Oh, if she drinks two cups of wine, so then, at the very least, we'll give her one cup. But if her regilus is only that she drinks one cup, then we're going to give her nothing. So the Mishnah is talking about where she's regila, but she's only a little bit regila. A woman that's only a little bit regila, she's regila to drink one cup. So in that instance, Talach is in poiskin. If, however, she's very ruggled, then it's going to be different. In other words, there's really three levels. A woman that's in a regular cloud to drink wine, we're not having the sukhi. It's pasha. Of course, you're not giving her wine. If she's not ruggled to drink it, why would you be obligated to give it to her? You only have to support based on what the regulus is. If she's not ruggled to drink it, then of course you're not going to give it. If a woman is a little bit ruggle, so for example, she has one cup, so then, she could drink her cup. But you're not going to give her anything. The b'risa that said that regila is so that b'risa is talking about where she was very ruggle. Because she was very ruggle, what does very ruggle mean? She has two cups of wine, so then you could be mashra yayin al shlish. How much? Not what she's ruggle for, but only one cup, right? What's the difference how ruggle she is? Because if she's very ruggle, then it's not going to necessarily bring her the day Taivas Tashmish. The whole concept of a bringing early day Taivas Tashmish is because she's not accustomed to drinking wine as a result. So it, it's something that could have an effect on her. But someone that's more ruggled to do something, so there's less of a chance that it's going to have an effect. Either way, that's the way the Gemara answered the question of Regila Noisnala. What was the Kasha? Regila Noisnala. I, I thought our whole Sugi is talking about a Regila. And the Allah is a Noisnala. The Terror says there's different levels of Regila. Regila Noisnala is talking about what she's Regila to drink two cups. She, 
when we say that even when she's regila in Noisla, it's talking about when she only drinks one cup. Or you could say another terror. It's regila noisla. You know what it means? Regila noisla, let's It doesn't mean that if she's ruggled to drink wine, we give her wine to drink. But rather what it means is if she's ruggled to cook with wine, so then we're gonna give her wine for cooking. There was a story, she was an Amana, and Chachamim uh, had a set up what her Mazonis was going to be, and they said that she should get Sasayim Yayin. That's a very large amount of wine, just for the Tzike Kedera, from Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos. She should have every week. So when she saw her arrangement, right, Bezdin sat down with her and they said, okay, this is what you're going to get, this is what your uh, stipulation is going to be. She said, Kach Tifsekuliv Noiseche. She was being Macal then. She says, Your daughter should get that. What am I going to do with Sasayim Yain? Let's see, Kikteira. May Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos. You see the way, uh, what she was used to. The Gemara says, Tana, we have, there's a postscript to this story. Shemeris Yavam Hoysa. This woman was a Shemeris Yavam. As for that reason, the Chachamim didn't say Amen. They would have said Amen. This was a bracha. She thought she was being Macal then. Your daughter should only have that. They would have said Amen, Yehishmerah. But they were very excited with this bracha. Promise she was a Shemeris Yavam. And they didn't want to say Amen because Amen would have implied that they're saying Amen on everything, all the circumstances. And Lamaisa, she was a Shemer Siyavam, so they didn't want to say Amen as if implying Amen on the Shemer Siyavam part. Tana, as a postscript to this whole discussion, for a woman to drink one glass of wine is a good thing. Shnayim Nivel, two is already a Nivel. Hula. Shloisha, if she has three cups of wine, Tevas Pepe, she's going to be Teveya Tashmish Pepe. Arba, she has four, Afilu Chamor, Tevas Peshok, Ve'ena Makpedes. It could be, she'll even be Teveya Achamor, the Tashmish this halacha was only said only if her husband is not with her but if her husband is with her less lumber, then all of these things don't apply like we said earlier because the whole concept of this is all based on the fact that it's going to be but if her husband's with her they don't have to worry about it. what about Chana wasn't the whole makar of from Chana the Chana didn't drink wine Chana ate and Chana didn't drink. Now, Chana's husband was with her. Elkanah was there. So you see that even when your husband's with you, there's still an Indian of Meaning, we just spoke out from the Ritva. That's the Limud in the Sugya. And that is, we're talking about only when the husband's not there. I, the Makar, is Chana. And by Chana, the husband was there. So the Gemara says, It's true, Chana's husband was there. But they were also guests. And because they were guests, so there was still an Indian of that we don't want to put her in a state where it's going to be Margilo, the type is Tashmish. How do you know that an achsanoi is not allowed to touch mishamita? Shemah the pasuk says vayashkimu baboiker, and it's referring to Elkanah and Chana. They got up early in the morning vayishtachtu lufnei Hashem. They went to the koisel vayashuvu, and they went home vayavoyu al beisam. They went back to their houses haramasa vayeda Elkanah as Chana ishtoi tashmish vayiskerel Hashem and the Eibushter remembered her maftachana and she was zoycha to her groisa Yeshua. What's the diak? Hashto'in. It sounds like after they came home, Vayavoyu al Beisamaramasa, and then Vayed al Kano Eschana. But Mekaraloi, previously not. Why not? Must be because there's an Indian that an Achsanoi is Aser be Tashmish Amit. Another story. Choyme de Visuda Abayo, Asoy the Kamid Rabba. Choyme, who was Abayo's wife, came before Rabba. Umrale, she told Rabba, Psoikli Mezoyne. So Maisa Shahoya Kachoya. Abayo was married to a woman. Her name was Choyme. Abaya passed away. Daloch is almona nizoynes minechse yesoymen. So Chaima goes to Rava's court, Rava's bezden, and she wants to have her mizoynes being taken care of. So Rava took care of it pasakla. Then she said, Psoikli chamra. I'm going through the list of foods that I'm going to be getting. May Erev Shabbos, Lair of Shabbos. I don't see any wine. Amr Allah. So Rava told Chaima, Yodana bat beben achmoni to have a shasi chamra. I know nachmoni. Abaya. I knew Abaya. No one knew Abaya better than me. And I knew he didn't drink wine. So if he didn't drink wine, so he didn't provide you with wine, I'm assuming. And based on that, there's no reason for me to give you any yain. She told him, I swear, that he used to give me wine, and now that he used to give me wine, but and she showed him like how big these goblets were that they used to drink wine from. Now, as she was showing him, this is Chaima showing Rava the size of the goblets that they used to drink wine from, Igli Dara. Her 
body was exposed a little bit. And nafak And all of a sudden, there was a light that shone in the basin. So the Rishayim speak out that Chaimah was a very beautiful woman, and she exposed herself a little bit in the presence of Rava. So the Gemara says, "Come, Rava." Rava got up. All the He went to his house and told the Bas Ravchizda. He went to his wife, who is Ravchizda's daughter, and he was Teveya, his wife, Latashmi Shamita. Oh no, the Bas Ravchizda, Ravchizda's daughter. Meaning, Rava's wife said, "Man Who was in Bezdin today? Meaning. Rava's wife assumed that something must have happened in Bezdin that was Ma'orer, a shtickel taivin Rava, and that's why Rava, all of a sudden, middle of the day, is being Tevei Hilatashmish. Amalasa, Rava answered, he said, Choyme, the Visod Abaye, Abaye's wife was here. So the Gemara says, when Rava's wife heard what Abaye's wife did to Rava, so Nafka Basra, she started running after him, Machsa, Lo Bekufi, the Shnida, and she started hitting her, literally, Adafkala Mikula Machuza, until she threw Adam Machuza, Rava lived in Machuza, so this took place in Machuza, until she got her Adam. And then she gave her parting words. She said, You killed three men. And now you want to kill another man. So we're going to talk about this a little bit in the raid. But the rest of the story is the Gemara where the Gemara says that was married three times. Abaya was her third husband, and all three of her husbands died. Rava's wife was being choshed chayma, that the reason she did what she did, in her mind she did it bekavana, was to entice Rava, so that Rava would want to marry her. Now, this is pre-chamed Rabbeinu Gershom. So, Rabruvi Margolis's thesis aside, in theory, this was something that was okay. So, in her mind... Either she wants Rava to marry, or maybe somebody else. But the point is, it looks certainly like she's trying to get married. That was what Rava's wife interpreted her Hanhaga to be. And she and Rava's wife felt that she's not allowed to get married because she's a Katlanis. And because she's a Katlanis, what's going on over here? So she said, you killed three people. And now you want to kill somebody else. We'll get back to this. This is the Rav Yosef, the wife of Rav Yosef, the son of Rav Asai, the Kamid Rav Nechemi, Rav Yosef, came to Rav Nechemi, Rav Yosef's court. Maisa Shahaya, Rabbi Yosef Rader Rava died. Now the wife comes. Amanu Zayin Smechsi Yisrael. Amar Leib Psykli Mizayin. I want food. Pasakla. Psykli Chamra. Pasakla. Gave her wine. Amar Allah. He told you. Dana Bub Name Mechuzah Deshasu Chamra. Because I know you come from Mechuzah. Rava was from Mechuzah. Rabbi Yosef Rader Rava is also from Mechuzah. And in Mechuzah we know them. The Funakim. Gemaras in different places in Shas, they were best to mention, and over there the women did drink wine. It was regila bakach, and based on that, I'm going to give you wine. Another story. The visu the Rav Yosef breder a menashem medvil. I saw the comment of Rav Yosef. I'm going to be psychically mizani pasakla, psychically chamra pasakla, psychically shirai. I also want to have nice clothing. What do you need nice clothing for? But that's not part of this arrangement. Now, he has to provide with food. I mean, there is clothing that needs to be provided. But Shirai, this is already expensive clothing. So what's the makar to that? She said, I'll tell you why I need it. I need it for you, and your friends, and I need it for all the chaverim. What does that mean? So Rashi says, because she used to dress in a certain way, and she felt that it, wouldn't be befitting now all of a sudden that her husband died for have to, her whole hanhaga to have to dramatically change. So she felt that the idea of is on some level for the Yusayimim to maintain the dignity of the almana of this estate. So it means to provide her with the necessary food. It also means to provide her with clothing, but not just clothing, but to provide her with the, with the necessary clothing. Either way, this concludes the first part of today's daf, which discusses the halacha of in poiskin ye noislisha. And it's interesting because superficially you would think that this idea of Ein Poiski Yenus Leisha is related to the fact that Noshim, it's not so Ruyim Lahem for them to drink wine. The Gemara Mpsachim, Kuftesam and Alf, that we mentioned, Nafkimin and Simchas Yantiv. Simchas Yantiv is for Anoshim Biyayin, Ein Simcha El Biyayin, and for Noshim it's Big Day Tzavayinim, Big Day Pishtan. But what emerged from the Gemara, it's really based on another idea. It's based on an idea, Shehayayin Margila Letaivis Tashmish. And the truth is, that's also a Gemara. Gemara says, Soita da Bezamanalif, another classic. Kalaroya Soita Bekulkula, Yazir Atzma Minayayin. So there's an Indian that Yayin has an ability to cause a, a woman to become a Saita, to the point that Kalaroya Saita Bekulkula, what's the Limud? Yazir Atzma Minayayin. So you have these two Gemaras. You have Sachin Kuftesamanalif, that it's not so ro'oi for a woman to drink wine. You have Soita Bezamanalif, Kalaroya Saita Bekulkula, Yazir Atzma Minayayin. And it's really those two Gemaras ultimately that serve as the context, as the back drop for the Gemara that we just learned here in Ksuba Samachem and Aleph just to speak out one short Ha'ara before we go weiter and that is why? 
Because you see, a woman was mezana. She's an HSH. What caused it? Probably yayin. We just learned the Gemara. So that must be what caused this all to happen. As a result, but it bothered me a little bit, very subtle. And that is, it sounds like from the Gemara that the woman is more vulnerable when it comes to Yayin being Margilo the Taivas Tashmish than the man. You don't have such a Shulchan Aruch when it comes to a man. It's more with regards to the woman. Now you have it with the man also, but not on this dramatic level that you find it with the woman. So if that's the case, is even talking to a man. I could hear that the woman should be macabre naziris. Because you see, for a woman, it's not good to drink wine. But where do you see from the soita that yazer just the ha'ara ba'am. Zokti gmar vaita. V'noisein la mita umapitz v'chulo. So the Mishnah said that in addition to food, there are other things that a man has to provide his wife with. One of them is he has to give her a bed, mapitz umachtzelas. He also has to give her mats. So the Gemara says mapitz umachtzelas. Some of the wives you have to give her these mats. The Yavlo, Amirah Papa. Papa said, Basra denehigi demalu puraya bechavli demavagdala. So there were certain places where the beds, they were made with ropes that it was very hard to, to lie on those ropes. Not just that, the mevagrela. It would cause it to become a bigeris. So the word bigeris is miloshin mature. It's going to cause her to mature, or in this case, become older prematurely. And as a result, it's not good for her. And therefore, the husband has a responsibility to not just give a bed, but you have to have mats that you're going to place on top of the ropes that are keeping the bed together. You don't have to give her a, a pillow. That's a car. And a kasis is a mattress. They said, you do have to give What's the case? Either urcho. If we're in a situation where the derech is, I mean, the people in her family they used to sleep on mattresses and they had pillows, not everybody did. But if the derech is that they did, my time in Tanakam, why Tanakam say a noisel? You don't have to give it to her. If the derech is not to my time with Reb Nassan, why would Reb Nassan say you do have to? Meaning. It's a machloikis. It shouldn't be a machloikis. It should be telling what the derech is. Whatever the derech is, that's one of the themes of how this works. That's what you should have to provide. It's his derech, it's not her derech. Right? We've seen this way of mediating these types of situations throughout Ksubas. Tanakama saw, but the Tanakama holds Amalah. He could Meaning, it was the husband's derech, not the woman's derech. Now, we learned many times already that the is that if she marries into a family where socially they do certain things that are of a higher stature than what she was accustomed to, she's and he has a responsibility to provide her based on what goes on in Zayin Mishpacha. But here's the Chiddush. The only time that's true is if they're together. But if they're living in different houses, like our Mishnah, so over there, that halacha would not be true. So we're talking about where it was his derech and it's not her derech. Now based on that, he for sure in our Mishnah should not have to provide because they're not living together. But the Mishnah did say that Milel Shabbos, Lelel Shabbos, they are going to be together. And being that they're going to be together, Milel Shabbos, Milel Shabbos, on Lel Shabbos, he's going to have a chiv now to shtel tzu, a karen a So you're right, doesn't have to shtel tzu the whole week, but on Lel Shabbos, he is going to have to shtel tzu. Okay, so what's the machloikis now? So then, okay, then that should be the halacha from... Sunday through Friday, you don't have to provide it. And then for Shabbos, you do have to provide it. Gemara says, the Machlechus is like this. Tanakama Sava, Tanakama holds. He can say exactly that. I'm going to bring it on Shabbos, and not on Shabbos, I'm not going to bring it. Rav Nassim Sava, Rav Nassim holds. Um, she could tell him, Zimnin de Misrami Bein What happens if it gets late early on a Friday night? It's Bein Ashmashes. And well, all of a sudden, you're not going to be able to bring it because of the Israelites. And then you're going to end up taking my pillow or my whatever I have umagnusly on arrow and you're going to make me sleep on the floor so the truth says the Gemara is that really we're talking about where it's his derech not her derech Based on that, when they're not living together, he doesn't have to give it to her. When they are living together, he does have to give it to her. Okay, so when you come for Shabbos, you'll bring this along with you. That is what the Tanakama holds. But Nelson's worried that maybe you're not going to end up bringing it. And based on that, it's going to be a problem. Now, the truth is, the Gemara could have stopped right there. She could say, Zimnin the Misrami bein Ashmoshis, Voloimotsis Maisilahu, period. And if you look on the bottom places here, on Samachem and Aleph, Toysi brings from Rabbeinu Yitzchak ben Rameirzal that he was like Garas, the rest of the Gemara. Because that is what the Gemara means to say. That's good for the Machloikis. Machloikis, are we concerned that he may end up not bringing it, or are we not concerned that he may end up 
Now, but the other Rishonim, Rashi, Tyson, the first Peshat, did have those last words in the Gemara. That she's saying, I'm afraid you're not going to bring it. And not only am I afraid you're not going to bring it, but you're going to end up taking whatever I have and you're going to make me sleep on the floor. So the question is, why do we even need that? And what does that mean? Ayin Biran, we're going to go back there. Venoisnen law keeper. Says the Gemara. Amalei Rapapot Abaya, Rapapot Hold Abaya, Haitano Shliach Artoloi, Verami Masani. Meaning, if you look at the Mishnah, so the Mishnah then went and discussed the different articles of clothing that a man has to give his wife. So let's see it again inside. Venoisnen law keeper, he has to give her something to cover her head. Vechagorlomosnel, a belt, Umenalayim. And new shoes from Yontif to Yontif. And then 50 zuz worth of clothing that she's going to wear from year to year. So clothing she gets once a year. Shoes she gets three times a year. She gets me moed So she's going to get clothing once a year and shoes three times a year. So Rapapa told Abaya, it sounds like the person, this Tana that said over this halacha, he's shliach, not shliach, milosh and shlucha shaladam kamaisai, but shliach means mufshat va'orum, he's not wearing. So shliach artelai, it sounds like he's not wearing clothing, oh, but v'ram misani, he's wearing shoes. Because basically you're constantly providing new shoes, but not new clothing. So at some point, there's going to be no clothing and all there's going to be is shoes. So the Mar says, what does that even mean? Amale. so Abaya told Rapapa, Tana b'makam harem kai. This Tana must have lived in a very mountainous region. The leisagi b'leitlasis zugi mesani. That the shoes used to wear out, meaning just based on where they were walking. So they always needed new shoes, but they didn't always need new clothing. So the shoes would wear out, not the clothing. Avada, you have to provide her with shoes and clothing for the entire year. Why do you need to give shoes three times a year? Because this Tana happens to be b'makam harem. Agav urchei kamash malon. Then asvinu nahal b'moyin and just agav. The Tana Mishnah says you should give it on Yontif. Why? It's like this shall have some Simchas Yontif. I mean, it doesn't have to be on Yontif. And Khanami, the point is not Moed. And if you don't want to give it on Moed, don't give it on Moed. That's not what this is about. The point is you have to provide shoes for the year. How often do you have to provide shoes? Three pairs of shoes is going to work. Give it on Yontif. Why give it on Yontif? So it's going to be Simchas Yontif. Just interesting that uh, Shulchan Aruch, in the end of Hilchas Yontif, it's in Simon Tov Kuf Chavtes. The Mechaber says of cotton base, Chayiv Adam Lias Sameach V'Toiv Leib B'Moy. Person has to be B'Simchan Yontif. Sameach T'Bechagecha. Who the Ishtoi Uvanov the Chala Nilvemel Kaitzam Asamchon? What do you do to make sure your family is B'Simcha? Haktanim Noislam Kloyes Vegoisim. You give them nuts. V'Hanoshim. You should give them and then the Chaber says that you also have to as part of your chi of simchas in the same sifkat and shulchan aruch. You have to give the ger the asam and the together with all the other anim. But a person has to provide his wife for yontif. How much? It depends on how much money you have. So if you have more money, you have to give more be'echas u'bekamas. And if you have less money, you give less be'echas u'bekamas. The Biralacha says, let's say a person has mamish nothing. At the very least, you should buy a new pair of shoes. So there's this Indian about buying shoes for Yantif. L'chura comes from this Gemara here in Ksuba Samachayam at Beis, where the Gemara said, Agav Urche Kamashmalon, that when a man has to give his wife shoes, and let me do it Yantif. You're giving shoes because you have to give her everything. You're giving her two kaban of chitin and you're giving her shoes. It's all part of your basic chiv. That is the chiv ksus, by the way, not the chiv share, right? Should have spoken that out. So this is part of the chiv ksus. So you have to give her shoes, but Agav Urche, you should give it on Yantif. Because of Simchas Yantif. So you see from it, there's this Indian of giving shoes, the covet Simchas Yantif. The Kaelov Shnel Chamishim Zuz. Misha said that you have to give clothing, and the clothing should be Chamishim Zuz. Amr Abaya Abaya said, Chamishim Zuz Pshiti. That these Chamishim Zuz, what kind of Zuzim are we talking about? We're talking about Zuzi Pshiti. As opposed to what? So Rashi says, Zuzi Tsuri. We had this in yesterday's stuff. So Rashi says that the Zuzi Pshiti were one eighth of the Zuzi Tsuri. So these are the. The lesser Zuzim. Mar says, how do I know that? From the fact that the Mishnah said that 
But if you're talking about a mechubid, then it would be If it means literally chamishim zuz, ani chamishim zuz minal. Where does the ani have chamishim zuz? Have chamishim zuz? Fifty dollars doesn't have chamishim zuz. Elamai, the chamishim zuz is not the chamishim zuz tsuri. It's the chamishim zuzi medina zuzi pshiti. Those chamishim zuz he has. Elosh mamin a chamishim zuzi pshiti. The ain nois na laloi chadashim vechulu. Tan rabbanu moisim mezaynes laba. So the man has an obligation every week to support his wife. What if she has leftover food? What if the man comes home for Shabbos, he opens up the refrigerator, it's a tzach she's been hoarding food, there's leftover food, she doesn't need two kavim of chitin and the kidneys and the shemen and all these things. What if she doesn't need it? So he could take it home with him. Moisim mezoinis goes about. I mean, you could have thought once you gave it, you gave it. That's not the way it works. Moisim mezoinis, you take it. Moisim balois. However, as it relates to the clothing that uh, survive from year to year, let's say the, the, all the pairs of shoes that she has, so that already, that she gets to keep. So, what does she need it for? The Gemara assumes that the only reason we would give it to her is because she probably needs it. She has no usage for it. I mean, it's not like we're looking to have her suddenly have some side business where she's selling her used clothing. The idea is because she probably needs it. There's some tzairich for it. So the Gemara says, what's the tzairich? Amar Rechava. Rechava said, It's because... She will use her old clothing while she's in Nido. It's like this, she won't be Tiskana Abayla. Meaning, a woman, so when she was a Nido in the olden days, from a sanitary perspective, it was a little more complicated for her to keep herself clean. If she would have one set of clothing that she would have to wear the whole year, and she would wear it, and Sai when she's not a Nido, so the clothing would go bad. So, what we want is that the woman should have an extra set of clothing. So, this is a perfect opportunity. The moisture Balois will belong to the Isha. She has a Hishtamshas for it. She'll use it. Like this one, she's not a Nida and she's wearing her good clothing. She won't be Tiskana We have a Mesoira, Moiser Balois, Almonaliyarshim. If there's a woman that's an Almana, she's Nizoines Minechse Yesayimim. They too have to provide her with some clothing. And now this Moisa Balois, this leftover worn out clothing, who gets that? The Yarshim get it. Zaktabaya, what's the reason? He said it's Pasha, because Hasam who the delay skin this kind of happy. What's the reason Moisa Balois, we just said? Rechava said, So she shouldn't be Tiskan Albaila. Oh, over here, where there's no husband in the picture. Over here, we're dealing with the Yesayimim, Adarabba, Tiskani, Vitiskani. We don't care if she's going to be Tiskan Albaila. And it's for that reason, in this instance, the Moisim Mezoinus will go to them, and even the Moisim Balois are going to go to them as well. And then the Mishnah said, So the Mor says, What does a chelis mean? Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, Literally, they eat together. Rav Nachman said, Meaning, a man who's not living with his wife, at the very least, he has a responsibility, for Tashmish. Shabbos. I understand the choice of words. Achelis means to eat. Why would we use the word Eichelis for Tashmish? So the Gemara says, Sometimes Chazal didn't want to use the word Tashmish. So they used a, a more refined word. And Eichelis is like a euphemism. Where do you find that the word Achila is used as a marshal for Tashmish? Literally, she ate and then she wiped her mouth and she said, I didn't do any Avera. But this is really a marshal and it's talking about a woman that was Mazana and she makes believe that she was a Mazana. So you see the word achl is being used to describe tashmish. Meisvei, I'll ask you a kash. Again, we have a machlokes on my rab. Rav Nachman or Rav Ashi. When the Mishnah says a mashras ishtei al yedei shlish, oichelus imoy milel shabbos lel shabbos, doesn't mean achila mamish. It doesn't mean tashmish. So read the Gemara from a price. Shimon Gamliel, Rav Shimon Gamliel said oichelus belele shabbos this shabbos. So Rav Shimon Gamliel said not only oichelus belele shabbos, but oichelus by shabbos as well. It's a bishlam in the mandam achila. Bishlam according to mandam that says achila hainu diktani v'shabbos. That's why I understand the word. Shabbos. Meaning, Shimon Gamaliel seems like he's arguing with the Tanakam. Tanakam has said, meaning, the Chachamim in our Mishnah said that they eat together, Milel Shabbos, Lelel Shabbos. Shimon Gamaliel in the Braissa says, even Shabbos day. So if Achilo means literally eat, so Friday night you eat, and Shabbos day you eat as well. El, the Mandama Tashmish, but according to the Mandama that says Tashmish, Tashmish, Bishabbos, Mi'ika, so how could it be Tashmish, Shabbos day? From Rafuna, Rafuna said, Yisrael Kedoshim, hey, the Emish Shamshim, Yitaisem, Bayoim. There's no Tashmish during the 
the day. So the Gemara says, true, Abba Omar Rava. Rava said, Bibayis Ofa Mutter. That Bibayis Ofa Litz Mutter, if it's a dark room, so it's like it's nighttime, in the sense that there's no light, then it's going to be Mutter. So in that case, it's going to be Mutter. Incidentally, Rava said, Bibayis Ofa Mutter, Rava Lashitasa, and Amad Aleph was Teveya Basrav Chizda. When he was sitting in Bezdin, Bezdin only convened during the day. So Luchur, that should have been during the day. The Teretz is, must be, because it was a bias awful, and bias awful is shiny. Even though we know, Chazal said that a man does not have an obligation to support his children while they're Ketanim. It was one of the Takanas Usha, but there's no Chiv for a man to do that. But the really young children that he does have to support. What's the Definition of Ketanik Tanim is another time where we see this number Ad Ben Shesh until the child turns six years old. So when a child is six, he's a Katan. Before he's six, he's of the stage of Ketanik Tanim. So over the years, we've talked about different Shiurim and Godless. There's Tsar Vazarkai Agas Venoitloi, there's Mufla Samachlish in the parish of Nidarim. The Ramam has a famous Shita where someone was Shonim, but he didn't bring Shte Cyrus yet. There's also shiurim in katnos. So there's this concept, you're a katan, and then you're a, from the ketanik tanim. So the Gemara says that even though a father doesn't have an obligation to support his children that are ketanim, but ketanik tanim he does, and the definition of ketanik tanim is until he turns six years old. And what's the makar to this? Kedirav Asi, Erevin. Dom Rav Asi, Rav Asi said, katan ben sheich, yoitzei, so Rashi says the case is where a person's father and mother both made an Erev Tchumen. The father made the Erev Tchumen to the south and the mother made the Erev Tchumen to the north. So the question is, the child is going to be Nigrar, is going to be geschlepped, literally, to one of these two Eruv Tchumen. The question is, which one? With the father or with the mother? So that Ravasi said that up until six, the child is yoytze be'erevimoy. Why is he yoytze be'erevimoy? The reason is because the child, until he's six years old, needs his mother. So if the child needs his mother, it's for that reason, up until six, the father is going to have a chiv to support the child. What, what's the... What's the tzushtal? What does one have to do with the other? So Rashi, the last words of Rashi in the Perik says, You see, from this halach and Erev Tchumen, until the child turns six years old, the child needs his mother. And just like the father has a chif to support her, because you're supporting her, and, she, and her son's always with her. And as a result, you have a chiv to support him together with her. It sounds like it's not so much that you have a chiv to support the child as much as your zon oisai ima. I think that word ima is a little bit revealing as to what exactly the chiv is. But the Gemara says this was Ravasi's chiddush. Question is, where did Ravasi get this from? A father doesn't have a chiv to support his children. We learned already. But the point is, why should a child that's less than six be different? I mean, there has to be a makar to this. What's the makar? This is all Ravasi's chiddush. But where does this come from? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you where we know. We know from the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah said, a woman that's a Menekes, the Mishnah said, she has to do less work for her husband, and we have to give her more food. My time, what's the reason giving her more food? Probably the reason is because she's nursing the child. Oh, and you have a chiv to be mefarnes the child. Meaning, why am I giving my wife more food? Because of the fact that she's a Menekes? That's not my responsibility. I have no chiv. Why is that included in my chiv share? Why is that something I'm obligated to do? Oh, the terrorists is because ketanik tanim, being that the child is with the mother, your chiv share is mechayiv you, ima, like Rashi says, to also take care of this child. And that's the reason. You have to give her a little bit more. Meaning, what else would the reason be? Mara says, no. Could be the reason you have to give a Menekes more food is not because you have a chiv to support the child. You have a chiv to take care of the mother. When a mother is a Menekes, she's a chayla, and because she's a chayla, she needs more food. As for that reason, you have to, meaning if your wife was a chayla, you'd understand you have to give her more food. A menekes is just code word, it's just another way of saying that she's a chayla. Mara says, I can't listen to him, he's a chayla. So why did Misha talk about a menekes? Why are we even discussing the case of menekes? Just tell me, he's a chayla. And I'll know that if she's a menekes, it's the same halacha. It sounds a little bit like it's a din of menekes because I have a chi of taka to take care of the, the child. Mara says, Mayim, he's a Maybe the reason we said it like this is because we want you to know that a stam is considered a chayla. In other words, right? Just let's get this clear. Rev. 
The Gemara said a chiddush. Doresh Rab Ula Rabba a pischa de benasiya. We know a father does not have a chiyuv to support bonov ubnoisov kshentanim. If he gives bonov ubnoisov kshentanim mezoynois, he does a tremendous mitzvah, right? The Gemara and that Nuna Medalev said, "My dechsev was pshat in the pasuk. This is an idea that Ashrei Shomrei Mishpat Oitzet Stoka Bechaleis. Chayef Shalasit Stoka Bechaleis. Torah Shul Rabbi Seinu Zazon Bonu Noisek Shengtanim. And Rashi said, because you're not mechuyev to support your children that are Tanim, and if you do, you're someone that's being Oisem Tzedaka Bechaleis. Spoke at the Chida at the time, very quickly. That the Chida says that over the years there were people that weren't Nizr and giving maestras." Right? They didn't give Meiser from their income. And he said that he believes the reason is because they were fulfilling their obligation by taking care of their children. They give their children clothing, they give them food, they pay their schalimut, and that in and of itself was Meiser because they're not going to do it. Where do you know that from? The Gemara says that it's considered staka. Oh, you said staka b'chaleis. No, if it's considered staka, so it's staka, and it goes into your charitable cheshbon, and as a result, you're not going to have to give more meiser necessarily. He says the only people historically that gave meiser were the gvirim. He said because the gvirim they made so much income that the support that they gave their children didn't come close to whatever their obligation might have been. This is what the chidah says in Berkei Yosef. But either way, but said the Gemara that that's only true for a regular katan. But if someone's from the ketanik tanim, they're really really young, it's going to be different. The question is, what's the Makar to that? So the Gemara thought that maybe the car is our Mishnah, because from the fact that you see you have to give a Menekes more, why are you giving the Menekes more? I should have to give my wife whatever she's accustomed to eating. Oh, must be because I have to take care of the little child. So I, I throw off the gift Ketanim. Oh, must be, there's a certain age, yeah. What would that age be? So the Gemara assumes up to six, based on Erevin. But the point is, is that age would probably be up to six, but that's the Makar. The makar is from the fact that you have to give the meinekes, but the gemara is not muchach that's a makar because it could be the reason giving the meinekes is not out the child; it's out the mother alone. Lamai nafkimin nafkimin is if the mother is not a meinekes, you have children that are between the ages of let's say two and six where the child's not nursing. Do you have a chiyuv to support or not chiyuv to support? If the reason you're giving the meinekes is out the child, so then you would have to give it up to six years old. That's the number. That's the age that Chazal thought it would make sense for this chiyuv to be in effect. If the reason you're giving the meinekes more is because of the meinekes alone and nothing to do with the child, if it's nothing to do with the child, then just because the child is from the ketanik tanim doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be any chiyuv, any obligation. Either way, as a postscript to today's daf, Amr Rabbi Shua ben Levi. We give her wine when she's a menekes. In fact, more wine. Because wine is yafalachalov. On that note, hadron alach afapi. So just to speak out one ha'ara related to today's daf, and really going back to Ahmed Aleph, where the Gemara told the story of Chaima de Visu. The Abayas. This Gemara is a, a classic, and there's a lot of raid that emerges from this Gemara. Hafachba, Vafachba, the Kulaba. So we'll start today, and then Be'ezus Hashem, maybe we'll continue tomorrow. And really, today's raid by it is just going to be one tshuva from the Chassam Seifer. In fact, it's a short tshuva. It's an Evan Ezra Simen Chav Gimel. And just one tshuva, just to show the surgery that the Chassam Seifer did on this Gemara, and how he was able to extrapolate tremendous halachos, literally halacha in one of the sugis chamuras and shas. Let's just chazer over the story. The story was where Abaya had a wife whose name was Chaima. Abaya was halach lo'ilamoy, and Chaima, Abaya's wife, came to Bezdin, Rava's Bezdin, to set up her arrangement for the support that she is going to get. Now the visit of Abai wants to be supported from the estate of Abai. So Rava sat down and gave Chaima what it is he felt that she was supposed to get. Now after she got her list, the arrangement that Bezdin decided on, she said, there's something missing. There's no wine. So Rav told Chaima, there's no one that knew Abayah better than me. That he never drank wine. If he never drank wine, he didn't give you wine. If that's the case, you're not getting any wine. On relation, he told him, I swear in the name of the master. Now did he give me wine, but he used to pour the wine for me, and he used to pour it to me in these very impressive wine goblets. Now the Gemara says, while he 
while she was showing him the size of these goblets, all of a sudden her skin was exposed. And Rava left the court. He went to his wife, Basra Chizda, and he was Tashmashamita. So Rava's wife realized that something must have happened in Bezdin. So she asked Rava, tell me, who was in Bezdin today? He told her it was Chaima the Visudabaya. So it seems that Rava knew Chaima. Rava's wife knew Chaima a little bit, right? This is Rava's wife and Abaya's wife. So all of a sudden, Rava's wife comes out and starts chasing Abaya's wife, literally chasing Adam Machuza. The Gemara says, Machsola Bekulfi Deshita. It sounds like she started hitting her and she told her. You killed three men, and now you want to kill another man? Meaning Rava's wife interpreted this whole story as if she was trying to get either Rava or someone else to marry her. And Rava's wife felt that she's not allowed to get married. And the reason is because she was married already three times. And because she was married three times, she has a din of a katlonis. And if she has a din of a katlonis, a katlonis is not allowed to get married. Now the rest of this story is mentioned the Gemara there brings the Machloikis Rebbe and Rabbi Shimon Gamliel one of the most famous Amudim and Shas that is the Makar to the Machloikis whether a Chazok is established when something happens twice or a Chazok is established when something happens thrice right that's the Machloikis Rebbe holds Chazok B'Shtayim Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds Chazok B'Shalish one of the greatest Nafkeminas is a Katlonis a woman that's married and she's Becheskas that her husband's die. She's not going to get married again. It's according to Rebbe, a chazak is established when something happens twice. When a woman gets married twice, she can't get married a third time. According to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, that a chazak is established when something happens three times. So if she's married to three husbands and they die, then she's not allowed to get married again. Either way, the Gemara says, Soma chalo Abaya. Abaya had heard one of the Amayiram, who paskin, that looks like Rebbe. That unless a woman was married three times, she doesn't have a din of a katlanis. And Abaya was soymich on that kula, and he went and married Chaima. Chaima was a woman that had already buried two of her husbands. The Gemara says exactly who she was. She was Barta, the Isi, Breder of Yitzchak, Breder of Yehuda. She was the daughter of Isi, who was the son of Rabbi Yitzchak, who was the son of Rabbi Yehuda. The Nosfa, Rechava, the Pompadisa, Veshach. If she had been married to Rechava, the Pompadisa, who had died, and she was also married to Rabbi Yitzchak, Breder, Rabbi Barbarchana. Rabbi Yitzchak, the son of Rabbi Barbarchana, he's an old famous Amorah, Veshach, and he had also died. Venospahu, he married her. He lived dangerously. He took the risk that Allah is like Rashim Gamil that she didn't have a din of a katonis, even though she had buried two husbands. Veshachiv, and he ended up dying as well. And that's the rest of the story of Chaima, his relationship with Abai. But once Abaya had already left this world, so at that point, she was a katlonis to Chaladeus. At that point, even according to Rabshim Gamliel, she was a katlonis. So now she's a to get married. And that's exactly what Rava told her. Rava said, Rava's wife told her, so what are you doing? You're, you're setting up a situation where you may end up causing another man to die. And Amrullah, Kartos Leich Tlasa, Fa'aslus, Lemikta Lachrina. The Chsam Soifer, in one of his chuvas, where he talks about the Allah of a katlonis, it's a very, very short chuva as opposed to many of the tshuvas, which are very long. This is short. And in the second part of this short tshuva, the Chassam Soifer brings this Gemara here in Ksuvas, and he says that from this Maisa Shaya Kachaya, with Chaymet Devesud Abaye and Bas Rav Chizda, who was Rav's wife, I'm going to prove three important Chedushim Lahalacha in the Sugya of Katlanis. So number one, we know that there's a very big machloikis between the Rambam and all the Rishonim, as it relates to a katlanis. So a katlanis is not allowed to get married. It's halach and shulchan It's a halach and shas. What happens if a katlanis does get married? Bidiyevet. Could she stay married or could she not stay married? So all the Rishonim say, of course she can't stay married. Let's say somebody would marry a mamzeres. Could they stay married? Of course not. So if you marry someone that you're not allowed to marry, you can't stay married. Kavachaymer. If you would marry someone where you're not allowed to marry this person because of Sakana, you would not be able to stay married because we know the rule, Chamira Sakanta Meisura. So Madach, when it comes to Issa the Heta, everybody knows that you can't get married and Bidiyevit, if you get married, Yoitzi. So when it comes to Sakana, certainly that halach is going to be true as well. The Rambam, however, was a Das Yachid. The Rambam held not that way. The Rambam held that a Katlonis is not allowed to get married, but at the same time, if the Katlonis gets married, the Katlonis is allowed to stay married. It's the Rambam Shita. And the Halach, it's brought down as Machlik is Machab and Ramah. Machaber brings the Shita of the Rambam that a Katlonis can't get married, but Bid the Ova, they could stay married. The Ramah says, not that way, no, Avada, even if they get married, the Halach is you have to force them to get married. Machaber always goes like the Rambam, and 
The Ramah goes like all the other Rishayim, like the Balitaisus, etc., etc., etc. The cash is what's Pashim Shah in this Ramah. The Ramah is very, very schwer. The Rambam says that the Allah of Katlanus is only a Dinah Chatchila. Where would the Rambam have gotten from? It's very, very unclear. And what's the Hezbrad for him? You can't get married Lechatchila, but B'dyeved, okay, so no, no, if he dies, he dies. Well, what does that mean? What, what do you mean B'dyeved, you could stay married? There's no such thing that if I can't do a Lechatchila, B'dyeved, it's going to be fine. And if when it comes to B'yayasasuris of Iser, it doesn't work. Kalvachaymer, when it comes to Sakon. So the Chsam Soifer in his Chuvis, in a few different places, we've spoken this out many times, he says, Pshat in the Rambam, that the Rambam held that this whole concept of a Katlonis not being able to get married, because if she gets married, it's putting her husband now at risk, is really not a real thing. It's not a scientific thing. So what's the Pshat? So the Pshat is because people think it's real. And because people think it's real, man de kapit, and it's for that reason the Rambam held there was a parish of Katlanas. The whole concept, now the Gemara in Yuvama Samachtal gives reasons for Katlanas. How do you reconcile that with the Shitzeram? And we've spoken about this in the past. But the Inkam But the point is, is that the Rambam's Shita at the end of the day, in the final analysis is, is that this whole Katlanas thing is in people's minds. What do you mean? She, she's, she's what? What's she doing? She's not killing anybody. No. People are superstitious, though. And people do tend to think sometimes that the world works in these types of ways. And as a result, the Rambam said, if a man's going to come to a Rav, and he's, he's going to ask the Rav, tell me, I was read a Shidduch, oh, but this woman, she was already married three times and all three of her husbands died. Should I marry him or not? Zoktach Samsoifu, the Rambam held that if you're going to do that, obviously you're a little concerned. Because if you aren't concerned, why are you asking a Shiloh? Therefore, we're going to tell you don't get married. If, however, you go ahead and you got married without asking a Rav, I say you weren't concerned. Because if you were concerned, why would you have done it? So if you weren't concerned, so you're not concerned. You're not concerned, so you just stay married already. Why are we going to tell you not to get married? If there's a Sakon of then Avada, this would be the Halacha. You would have to get divorced even though you already got married. But the Rambam held there was no Sakon of It's all Begeda Mandekapit. Being that it's only Begeda Mandekapit, if you ask the Shailov, Zoysa Maris, you're a Kapit. If you're a Kapit, it's going to be a problem. But to the extent that you got married and I asked a Shiloh, then Zaysa Maris, you're not a cuppet. And if you're not a cuppet, then there's no reason for us to be concerned. And therefore, the Allah is going to be that you're able to stay married. The truth is, the Makar to this Hezber in the Rambam, Samsoifer is the one who speaks this out and, and is the one that's quoted as it relates to this. But really, it comes from the Rambam himself. The Rambam himself wrote a tshuva where he explained his position of katlanus, and this is Pachas Yoyser, what the Rambam said with an Achreinish Hezber. But the point is, it really comes from the Rambam himself. Rambam wrote a tshuva where the Rambam said that the whole katlanus is based on a man, the kapit, so if you ask the Shaila, we tell you don't get married. But to the extent that you're not asking a Shaila, you want to stay married, because hey, you're going to be allowed to stay married. But here's the point. The point is that there's an idea, according to the Rambam, of a katlanus getting married. Don't ask the Shaila, get married, and we're not even going to force you to get divorced. That's what comes out. That's the Rambam Shita. I think that the Rambam's Makar to his Alacha was Ksubis Samachem and Aleph. It was the Maisa with Chaim and the Vizdabai. Why? He said, because if you think about it, the story is a pal. Basraf Chizda starts chasing Chaim and the Vizdabai out of town. Literally. Why? He said, because you're, someone's going to marry you now, you're going to end up with a major problem over here. Freytach Sam Soifer, who's marrying her? Everyone knew that she was married three times and her husband died. So who's going to end up marrying her? What was the chashash that someone was going to marry her? You're not allowed to marry a katlonis. That's the beginning and the end of the whole story. So if you're not allowed to marry a katlonis, so what was this concern that somebody was going to marry her? Maybe this is the raya to the rambam. You see from here that there's a musig of a katlonis could get married if you're a like kapit. If you're a loy kapit, then you can get married. And that's what he was concerned about. And the Chassam Soifer speaks to that as well. So what was the chashash? I'm a loy kapit and I'm marrying her. So it's not something I have to worry about. So the Chassam Soifer says that being that it's Mavur in the Gemara, that she was an Isha, you fast toy ma'oid. So there was a concern that maybe a person that really is a kapit would want to marry her. He would read Zechayin, whatever it is. But Lemaisa would be Gloy Milsa that really he was a kapit and he would... But... He says, if a Katlonis can't get married, then why was this a chashash? This was the Chassam Soifer's first halacha that he extrapolates from Argamara, this divrei agada tucked away, Iksuba Samachem and Aleph. But I'll tell you something interesting. This Chassam Soifer is a Mafurish Goyen. 
It's Bir Agra. The Mechaber in Simon Tess of Cotton Aleph, he brings the Rambam Salach, like we mentioned. Isha Shenises, Lishnei Anoshim, a woman that was married to two men, who mace when they died, Loiti Nase Lishlishi. Can't get married to a third person, right? We always pass him like Rebbe Lechumra and Rebbe Shimon Gamliel So we pass him like Rebbe Lechumra, Shekvar Huchsak Olias Anoshim, Mason, she's Huchsak that her husband's died. The in Nises, and if she gets married, Loiti Tse, then she could stay married. Shita Sarama. Zokdush Bir Agra. V'im nises, what's the makar to this? Harambam, aval harambam, perich hafal milchis yisuri bi aloch aloch, I'm coming in middle, lomad, mi masha omra b'choyma v'chulu. The omra lo basraf chizdot, katlis loch, tlosa v'osis v'chulu. Shom ksu b'samachem et aleph. V'im isa heich yechoylo, v'ho'ein manichin v'chulu. He said the raya was from Chaim of From this story, you see, it's meglach, it's shayach to have such a mitzvah. Because ordinarily we would never allow it. The minute we know about it, it's going to be over. The tarot says in the Rambam sheet that you see such an, a, a, a mahalach for someone that's a loikapid, and being that you see it for a, a person that's a loikapid, maybe this was the tarot to this kasha that how was she going to end up getting married to another person? I thought she's a katlonist. The tarot says in the Rambam's world, maybe this is something that's going to be shayach. The second halacha that some so if it says, you see from this Gemara, is that the Chumas Hadeshen, in Simon Reish Aleph, where he talks about the laws of Katlonus, he says a Chiddush. He says that a woman that was married, and her husband died, Machmas Dever, or Magefa. So there was a Magefa. Because of the Magefa, this man died. So the Chumas Hadeshen says, it's not included in the Cheshman of Katlonus. So Katlonus is only if the person died, but like there was something a little out of the ordinary. But to the extent that the person died, machmas makefa, so in that instance, it's not going to count towards the cheshbon of Katlonus. So the Chesam had a ha'ar and a flaw. Everyone knows the Gemara. The Gemara talks about the base Eli. The family of Eli was told that no one was ever going to get old. So the Gemara, Abaya, it's a shiloh what the gear says, Abaya Virava or Abaya Virava. But Abaya, with the base Eli Kaso, he came from the family of Eli. And the Gemara said that being that he was Isaac and Torah and Gemilus Chasadim, he was Zoycha that he lived until he was 60 years old. But Abaya came from the family of Eli, and it's for that reason he had to learn Torah, he had to do Chesed in order to have some semblance of Arichas Yavim. It's posh to me that people that were from the family of Eli who were cursed, who were destined to not have Arichas Yomim can't be any better than someone that was Meis Machmas Magefa. And Afal Pika and its Mavur in this Gemara, Ksuba Samachem and Aleph, that the Ptira of Abaya was included in the Cheshman of the Katlonis of Chaymed the Visud Abaya. And if the Chumas Hadeshans Gerech, that if someone dies, Machmas Dever Machmas Magefa doesn't go into the Cheshman. Why? Because this was for an ulterior reason. It had nothing to do with her. It's because of the Dever. It's because of the Magefa. Abaya had to do with Chaymed. Abaya, unfortunately, couldn't live past a certain time because he came from the family of Eli. See, right, he had schusim. Ab Al-Kaponim, there's an underlying cause for his Misa that shouldn't be any worse than Magefa and Dever. Any shtikl Torah, you're going to tell me for Dever Magefa, I'll tell you, should have applied to base Eli as well. And from the fact that you see in this Gemara, the Chaim Devisa Abaya had a din of a Katlanus, said, I'm sorry for Paskin in his tshuva, that L'Chumra, L'Chumra, that a person that's Mace Machmas, Magefa Machmas Dever, not like the Chumas Hadeshen, that the Lach is that this person this woman is going to have a din of a katlanis. It's going to be included in the cheshven. And then finally, he brings, this is also from the Chumas Hadeshen and from the Beishmul as well. And that is that a person that dies machma zikna, a person that dies when he's older, when he's a zakein, so the Allah is, that's also not included in the cheshven of a katlanis. And the question is, what's the definition of zikna? What would be zikna? So the Chassam Soifer said, if you would have asked me, I would have told you it's a Mishnah novice. The Mishnah says, Ben Shishim Lezikna. When a person turns 60 years old, he becomes a Zake. And being the Ben Shishim Lezikna, so I would have thought the age is when a person turns 60. A Bezok the from the fact that it's Mavur in the Gemara, that Choyma de Visuda Abaya had it in the Vakatlanis. And how old was Abaya when he left this world? Abaya Virav and Bedves Elukasu. Rav lived till he was 40. Abaya lived till he was 60. See, see, he lived till he was 60. He was mace b'shishim shana. And afal pikein chayme had a din of a katlanis. I, I thought if someone dies when he's a zakein, then there's no halach of katlanis. Must be that the age of katlanis is not 
60. So what is the age? Tzedekh Samsoifer says, if it's not 60, the next best thing is, would have to be 70. And even though the Mishnah says, Ben Shishim Lezikna, Ben Shivim is Leseva, but at the same time, as it relates to this halacha of a Zokin not being included in the halachos of Katlanis, it's going to be totally in 70, it's not going to be totally in 60. The truth is, in different areas of halacha, whenever you define this concept of Zikna, so there's a little bit of a schmooze. What is Zikna? Right? Choose, you find three ages of Zikna. You find Ben Shishim Zikna, Ben Shivim Seva, and Ben Shmeinim is L'Gvura. Ve'im B'Gvura is Shmeinim Shana. So for example, the Allah is that if a Zokin walks into a room, you're supposed to stand up for him. So how old does he have to be? So the Allah in Shulchan Aruch is 70. Now there the reason is, because the Mishnah says Ben Shivim Seva, and the Pasuk says Mipnei Seva Takum. But the truth is the Birke Yosef and his Chidah Bring the Chidon is Berke Yosef, I should say, brings from the Arizal that the Arizal said that a person should stand up already for somebody that's 60. That when a 60 year old person walks into a room, you're supposed to stop being no covered. At that point, you're supposed to already start standing up for him. So I saw the Rabbi Vadi Yosef in his Anaf Eitz Avos, that's his Pirish on Pirke Yavis, on the Mishnah Ben Shishim Luzikno. So he says, Pashup Shad, and this Arizal is because the Tikune Zoyar says, Ben Shishim is Leseva, not Ben Shishim Lezikna, Ben Shishim Leseva. And it's really based on a Tikune Zayar that had it a little bit different. We had it Ben Shishim Lezikna, Ben Shivim Leseva. Therefore, you don't stand up until you're 70, because Mipnei Seva Takum. It's not Tolian Zikna, it's Tolian Seva. Darizal Kedarkoi, when I'll pick Kabbalah, the Kabbalah is the Tikune Zayar. The Tikune Zayar has a little bit differently, it's Ben Shishim Leseva. It's, by the way, Ben Chamishim Lezikna, I think. But Ben Shishim Lezikna, Leseva, because Ben Shishim Leseva, so the Bnei Seva Takum is already going to start when a person turns 60. But the bottom line is, is that as it relates to this halacha, Zoktich is it 60? Is it 70? Maybe it's even 50. It can't be 60. Because if you see the Chaymid of Yisrael Abaya had a din of a Katlonis, Zoysay Meris, that must be a Raya that 60 is not considered Zikna based on the Chumas Adeshan and the Beishmul that say that when a person dies, Mizikna, it's not included in the Cheshben. Abaya was 60 years old. Vaisois, Zikna, as it relates to this halach, is not 60. So again, we had the mice of Chaim of Abaya, and you see Rava's wife is the one that passed in this Shaila, right? It was Basra of Chizda. Basra of Chizda gave a psak. It doesn't say Rava gave the psak. It doesn't say Rav Chizda gave the psak. It says Basra of Chizda gave the psak. That aside. So Basra of Chizda passed that Chaim of Abaya had a din of a katlanis, and from there, Zoktach Sam Soifer, from this Maisa, you see a few halachas. Number one, from the fact that Chaymud Avisadab Baya is trying to get married, and Rav's wife is trying to get her not to get married. Basically, it's possible for a katlanis to get married. The only way to make that work, Zoktach Sam Soifer, is the Shita Sarambam, which the Goyen already was Metzayan as the Makar to the Shita Sarambam. Number two, the Chayra, he was from Beis Eili. So if he's from Beis Eili, there's a mitigating factor. If we're going to cheshman these types of mitigating factors, so... Maybe she shouldn't have a din of a katlonis. Trumas Hadashin said, Mech mach mas debra o magaifa. Chsam felt this should be like gara from magaifa v'dever. And Afal Pikein still, you see she had a din of a katlonis. He brought it right now, like Trumas Hadashin. Additionally, the halach is that if someone's mesmach mazikna, there's no thing katlonis. What's zikna? Chsam says, I would have thought ben shisham was zikna. But if Abaya was included in the Cheshman of Katlanis, and Abayah was 60 years old. When he left this world, must be Shishim is not the age. If it's not Shishim, it must be Shivim.